Father, I pray that you'll give us ears to hear and hearts to receive, that we would go and we would do what you're calling us to do in these days, in this place. Father, I thank you for this place. Father, I thank you for what you're establishing here, for the good foundation that you are building on, line upon line. And Father, I thank you that they're going to go out to the north and the south and the east and the west with the good news. In Jesus' name, amen. We usually come um, to North Dakota. Kay and her uh, husband are from North Dakota. And so we've been coming here for 37 years. Uh, what? Well, I know this is Minnesota, but <laughs> North Dakota is the next state up the road. And we just stop here in Minnesota because we love Minnesota. We love Mary Tim. She's a good friend of ours. And we have a good friend, Arlene Johnson, who lives over, I don't know if it's a nursing home or wherever, but she's lived over there. And we come to see her every year. And she told me yesterday when we went to see her, I guessed that I wasn't going to be with Jesus because you said I'll see you in July. <laughs> so now I've seen her I guess she could go she's 90 years old she loves the Lord with all of her heart she prays for us all the time but she wants to be in his presence so we're going to go see her this afternoon and I'm going to tell her you can go now you can, you can go now Arlene if it's your time so anyway I'm just I'm excited I'm excited what God's doing uh, in these days I'm excited that even though we are old, that God is still using us. You know, many times we've thought, God, is this the end? Is this all that you've called us to do? Is this all that you've wanted us to do? And, and people still call. In 37 years in the ministry, I've never called anybody for a meeting. I've never asked if we could come to a church or to a body. But people always call me. And they're still calling me. So, you know, God is good. And every place that he goes, we pray and God sends us. And, and uh, we're slowing down, yes. We're not quite as speedy as we used to be. But uh, I think God is still using us as he wants to use all of you. So I want to speak <clears throat> for just a few minutes this morning on the appointed time. The appointed time in Galatians 6, 9, it says, And let us not grow weary in while we are doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. In the NIV it says, For at the proper time we will reap the harvest if we don't give up. We have to persevere. I believe that we're going to faint if we expect to see a harvest tomorrow. We have to begin to prepare and believe and pray and go out and reach out because it says in due season. In due season, all of the seeds that, that God has planted and all of the season that seeds that we have planted, it's going to be his timetable, his timetable to fulfill his plans and purposes for our destiny. Sometimes due season means a quick return, 
But more often, it's a process. More often, it's a slow return, or even uh, some years, or maybe a lifetime. Jesus was prepared for ministry uh, for 30 years, for three years of ministry. 30 years he was in a time of preparation until that time that God sent him out. And so we, what we have to do while we're waiting for our due season to come is to live what's before us. Live what's before us, what God has put before you. While you're waiting for the new thing in your heart to come to pass. You know, maybe God has given you a vision or a dream or a plan. It's in your heart, but you haven't seen it totally come to pass yet. You have to wait. You have to, have to pray. You have to believe. We are in a time of learning to trust and to walk by faith while we're waiting for our appointed time. So often we're frustrated or discouraged or disappointed or impatient. But I am here to remind you today that God's timing is always perfect. God's timing is always perfect. In Psalm 31, 14, it says, But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say that you are my God. My times are in your hands. My times are in God's hands. Every time is in his hands. Trust says that all of the times and seasons of our life are in his hands. God knows all the answers. God knows all the answers to all your questions. And it's okay to ask God questions. It's okay to say, God, what about this? Or what about that? But we're learning to wait. We're learning to wait in his presence. And God alone knows when we're ready for the next place that he's prepared for us. I believe God knows exactly when that place that he has prepared for you is going to be unfolded. I believe that. But, you know, maybe it's not quite yet. Maybe it's not quite yet time. But that place that you've been praying for, that place you've been asking him for, you've been seeking him for, it's going to come. Our due season is when God knows we're ready, not when we think we're ready. So many times we think, well, we got it all together. We know how to do this or we know how to do that. And, you know, sometimes God says, I'm just going to put you in that place of waiting. I'm going to teach you something. How many of you has God taught you lessons in the times of waiting, in the seasons of waiting? In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 3, it says, The vision is yet for an appointed time. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come on the appointed day. The vision is going to come on the appointed day. God is faithful. And you're going to see that come to pass. The appointed time for everything and every purpose in our life is just the right time. Never late, never early. You know, I tell everybody I got all this gray hair because God is never early. <laughs> Believe me, he always comes, it seems to me, 
at the very last moment. But even though uh, it seems like it's been a long time of waiting, it really hasn't. The Bible says in Genesis 8.22, The earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, night and day, shall not cease. I think the seasons are basics to God's purposes for us. The seasons were God's very idea from the very beginning of time. You know, when I studied this, I saw that the apostles, the prophets, the psalmists, the watchmen, the gatekeepers, the intercessors, they all recognize what time it is. They all recognize what season we are in. They recognize that uh, part of God's plan for his people is knowing and discerning what time it is. I think adapting to change is the secret to survival. You know, a lot of people don't like change. But you know, if you never change, you never grow. If you never change, you never grow. If you just sit down and think, okay, I'm in that place, and I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to do whatever, you know, is before me to do, God says we need change. We need change to grow. We need change to survive. And so I believe that this is your time. This is your season to fulfill your destiny. I think life is always a progression of changes from the day we're born. You know, there's a cycle of life. So many times at funerals I preach about the cycle of life. The cycle of life, you know, you're a baby, you're born. You're, you go to kindergarten, you go to grade school, then you go to high school, then you go to college, then you might get married. You know, all those things are part of the cycle of life. And just as the, we, we are born, we go through all the cycle, and then we come to the end. We come to the end of our life. There's always an ending. There's always an ending to the cycle of life. But if we learn to cooperate with the seasons, it, we're going to bring productivity. If we cooperate with the seasons, we're going to be productive. Struggling against the seasons only brings frustration. You know, every season has its own responsibility and blessings. If we will learn to be sensitive, to be sensitive and discerning the times and seasons, we're going to see a greater harvest. We're going to see a greater harvest in each of the seasons that are coming before us. Each season prepares us for the next season. I think that's important to remember. Each season prepares us for the next season. So sometimes this is a place of trust. This is a place of learning to walk by faith. And you know what's hard is when you're walking through the ending of one season and you haven't quite stepped into that next season and you're in that middle place. That's a, a place that's hard and it's uncomfortable. But we have to remember to walk by faith through the ending of the old season as God is preparing us for the new season. We have to learn to trust and to not go according to our feelings. You know, our feelings, that's all they are. 
You know, we've learned after many, many years of being in the ministry that our feelings, you know, sometimes you're hurt, sometimes you're disappointed, sometimes somebody might say something unkind, but those are just feelings. That's all they are. And so we have to learn to walk by faith. I think the body of Christ is in transition, which simply means a change from one place to another. That is why we need wisdom, we need discerning of spirits to know where we are in God's timing. I think circumstances over which we have no control often cause endings to some seasons in our lives, and then sometimes uh, that brings a confusion. We forget the new season is right before us. Sometimes we forget that every cycle of production is preceded by a season of dormancy. So sometimes in our life there are seasons where nothing's happening. You think, well, where are you, God? Have you forgotten us? Have you forgotten your promises? And then you realize this is a season. And what does the word say? It says, this too shall pass. Many places, I was looking up this morning, many places in the word, it says, this too will pass. This too will happen over here. And this too will happen over here. And so we see the cycle. This too will pass in a little while. A little while, sometimes that's how things happen. Just a little while, a season. Just a little while, this too will happen. When God changes our direction or seasons, it's because he's calling us to leave the old place to get to the new place that he's prepared for us. Our emotions always resist the season of change. Often the strongholds developed in the last season resist the plan of victory and success that God has for us in this season. And so I've been seeing that prayer is our power source. Prayer is our power source, and it's vital. It's vital to pray if you want to know what time it is. It's vital to be in that place of prayer. Fasting is also important. It says some things only happen by prayer and fasting. And there's all kinds of ways to fast. I don't think God has a big bunch of rules, but he wants us to surrender. He wants us to yield to him, to pray and to fast and to seek him. God desires that we would be healed and mended. I want to make a declaration this morning. I want to declare over this body, may the losses of the last season be returned to you in this season. May the losses of the last season be returned to you in this season. I think the entire body of Christ is in different stages of development and growth. You know, some fields have been planted, some fields are being harvested, and some fields are resting. You look around and they're all different. And some crops take a longer growing season. 
Sometimes understanding and learning to discern the times and the seasons can relieve pressure for the present and increase faith for the future. For every purpose, in every season, each one, God is calling a different period of instruction, of learning to know his voice. Do you know his voice? You know, there are lots of voices. There are lots of voices speaking today, but we need to know his voice. We need to know his voice to yield to his will. It says in Daniel chapter 221, he changes the times and the seasons. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. That means we have to spend time in his presence. That means that it's not just a, a quick in and a quick out with maybe your shopping list that you want to give God, but it's coming into his presence. It's waiting. It's listening. It's being still. It's being still. He wants us to wait. He wants us to listen for his voice. We need to learn how to flow in the spirit. We need to understand the times and the seasons. We need to be flexible without compromise. Flexible without compromise. There are some things that I will not budge off of. Some things my feet are planted on. The blood of Jesus is one of them. Those things that are important to me that I believe in my heart. But some things, you know, it's not so important if you think you have to be right. You know, you can be flexible in those times. We can never change the times or the seasons. Many times we try to rearrange the times and the seasons. But God says he gives wisdom and understanding if we'll only learn to wait on him. I think it's a test of our character. A test of our character is learning to trust in the quiet time. When we don't hear anything, do you still believe God is still there? When you don't hear his voice, when you don't hear him speak to you, do you still trust him? I think that's so important that we learn that today, that our character is being built in those times of quietness, in those times when, when you just have to trust him. You don't know what he's going to do next, maybe, but you're learning to trust him. It says in Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. To be still means to wait. It means to expect. Are you expecting? When you come into God's presence, are you expecting to hear from him? Are you expecting him to speak to you by the Spirit? I think in this season we're going to learn to deal with everything, everything in the church and in ministry that bears his name but not his character. That bears his name but not his character. 
God's cleaning us up. He's cleaning us up. He wants us to be holy. He wants us to be set apart. He's doing that by his spirit in this time. We have to be prepared. We have to be prepared to change. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 declares, To everything there's a season, and to everything there is an appointed time, and there is a purpose for everything that happens under heaven. It's a time of opportunity. It's a time of accomplishments. It's a time of some things that have been unplanned or, or maybe unexpected. But we have a destiny to fulfill. And just as there is a time to plant and a time to gather in the harvest, there is a small window of opportunity to reap the harvest. There is a small window. Well, we must sow seeds today with the expectation of the harvest that's going to come. Time passes quickly between when the grain is ripe and when it must be harvested. So everything in God takes place at the appointed time. I believe that's where we are today, at the appointed time. Time passes quickly. Time passes quickly, so everything is going to take place at the appointed time. Jeremiah 8.20 said, The harvest is past. The summer is ended. The fruit gathering is over. And we are not saved. It means it's too late. It's too late if we haven't gathered in the harvest. We have to learn to discern the times and the seasons. A season is a time when a specific thing occurs or happens. The Bible called Esther. He called her for such a time as this. I believe many of you in this house have been called for such a time as this. God has something that he has put in your heart to do in the last days, to stand in that place, to go out, to go into the marketplace, to take the good news, to go house to house, whatever God... God, God will give you a plan. He'll give you something to do if you'll do it, if you'll be obedient. And so that's important. I think the spiritual seasons are not simply months on the calendar because God's timing varies according to his plan and his purpose for us to bring us into maturity and strengthen us and to encourage us to walk in our destiny. The Holy Spirit's making us into a vessel that he can use for his glory to be a reflection of him. He's learning, he's teaching us how to be in submission, how to just, uh, not just in action, but in attitudes of our heart. You know, we all have attitudes in our heart that we have to lay down that we have to let go of, that we have to say, God, come and fix this. Heal this place in my heart to make me more like you. I surrender. I surrender. 
So don't be stubborn. Don't go. Uh, the Lord is going to speak some unexpected things. He's saying, I'm breaking off old ways of thinking. I'm breaking off old mindsets. He wants to reveal to us the new. I believe that we are going to have a season of suddenlies. A season of suddenlies. I believe that. That the suddenlies are going to begin to happen. That you're going to go some, someplace and seasons of suddenlies are going to begin to occur. And you're going to know and you're going to understand that that's what it is, a season of suddenlies. So whatever he says to you to do in this next season, just do it. Just do it. You know, so many times we think, well, I'll think about it. Or I'm tired. Or I have something else I want to do. But when you hear God, when you hear him speak a word to you, when you hear him speak, it's time for a, a suddenly, just do it. Just do it. God has already prepared you for that, for that time, for that particular season. You know, so many people say, well, you know, these people will come and these people won't come and it's all right, you know. No, it's not all right. It's not all right. God wants everybody to respond. He wants us to hear his voice. He wants us to just do it rather than trying to figure it out. I think we're in a time and a season that God says, don't try to figure it out. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing something different. And the season of harvest is passing quickly. The season of harvest is passing uh, suddenly in many nations, nations around the world. And for every single generation, you know, the final harvest is coming. And a great awakening is coming to America. And everything is going to be different. You're not going to be able to think, well, it used to be like this. You know, no. Because God's doing a new thing. And he wants us to be ready and prepared and fired up to go and do what he's calling us to do in these last days. The harvest is not going to look like anything like we think it should. So let's discern the times and seasons. We will not grow weary in losing heart while we are waiting for the appointed time and season to reap the harvest, to fulfill our destiny. I think the Holy Spirit is calling the bride of Christ to wake up, to wake up, to discern the times and the seasons and to go out and bring in the harvest before it's too late. I say, come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. We have to be ready. We have to pre be prepared to go out and do what he's calling us to do. And we're not going to do it all the same. It's not going to all look just alike. 
but I want to be part of that great end-time army. I want to be part of those that are going forth and taking the land. It's time to take the land back from the enemy. It's time to put our white flag up and say, I'm taking back this ground. I'm taking back this ground. So you don't have to do everything, but do your part. Do your part. Do what God's speaking to your heart to do until he comes. Father, we love you today. Lord, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you for uh, your presence in this house. God, if there's one here that doesn't know you, I pray that you will draw them to that place of surrender, that you will draw them to that place of opening their heart to receiving you. God, if there's one that needs to be filled with the Spirit or, or set free, whatever, God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you're just drawing us through your love. Father, we thank you now, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.